The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to the 10,000 people in 1,000 regions across the globe who listened to our show in the first two months of this year, and specifically to our listeners around the world in Ghana, Canada, and Vietnam, and in the states of California, Texas, and Pennsylvania. Welcome and Thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace. Because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, it is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Discover your creativity. You can reconnect with your higher self by discovering what form of creativity gives you joy. Explore writing, dance, music, art. Create just for your own pleasure, self-expression, and self-discovery. If you are concerned about people criticizing you, keep your creative explorations to yourself. And as you'll see in a few minutes, creativity can be used for relaxation, fun, and healing by coloring the beautiful mandalas that our guest David Bookbinder has created. 
My next workshop is Connecting with Your Soul, Asking and Receiving. The idea of asking for what we really want is so foreign or frightening to most of us that we don't even let ourselves know what we really want. When you ask a child, they'll never hesitate. They'll say things like, I want a castle or a million dollars. An adult will say, a good night's sleep would be just great. What happened to our dreams? Dare we even think about our deepest desires, let alone ask for them? And is is it okay to dream big, or is that being greedy or selfish or ungrateful? And did you realize that you can have a good night's sleep and a lot of money? It doesn't have to be a choice. What if you knew the truth that your soul's purpose is to live in joy, to live the life of your dreams? In this workshop, you will clarify your soul's desire, release the fears that block your receiving, learn the most successful ways to ask, understand the co-creation process, learn how to recognize what you are receiving, Ramp up the power of manifestation with gratitude, love, and acceptance. Learn how to be content and still ask for what you want. Recognize silver linings along the way to reaching your goal and leave with new techniques that will help you live your dreams. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas, Texas on Sunday, April 10 from 2 to 3.30. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing, with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, David Bookbinder, who will talk with us about adult coloring books for fun, relaxation, and healing. Last week, we were honored to have Dan Millman on the show as our guest. This was particularly meaningful to me since his first book, The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, helped me change my life. I still think about some of the scenes and messages in that book, which was later made into a movie with Nick Nalta. Dan went on to write a total of 17 books, and he spoke with us about his latest one, 
the four purposes of life. Even the title is surprising since most of us think we only have one purpose in life. Dan, however, sees more deeply than that. What I found most fascinating was the third purpose. Dan shows you how to use the date of your birth to determine your spiritual path or life path. This information reveals your greatest challenges. When you overcome them, you are able to partake of the sweetest gifts that life has to offer you. As one of my clients said, my life path reads like our sessions. All the things we work on together are described in my life path. She found it affirming and a relief. In fact, she enjoyed laughing at herself and some of the things that have caused her great pain and angst. Discovering your life path is a confirmation from the universe that you are indeed on the right path, that you haven't done something terrible to deserve your fate, and that you can even feel good about yourself for facing your challenges with courage rather than hiding in fear or denial. To learn more, listen to last week's show by going to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story today is a follow-up to the last few weeks. As my regular listeners know, I've had a number of angry people send their anger my way lately. The frequency, intensity, and timing of these incidents has marked the culmination of a number of years of personal work to release anger from within my own being and to let go of the people in my life who are dominated by anger. As we know, the letting go process involves feelings and thoughts coming to the surface so we can experience them and let them go. This process can be intense and challenging at times, sometimes even overwhelming. Self-critical tapes play over and over again in my mind as they are moving to the surface and then out. The silver lining has always been that after they release, I feel happier and lighter and have more energy. This time, the silver lining became even more wonderful. Because the self-critical thoughts have always dominated my mind, it has been hard for me to hear compliments at a deep level. I've learned not to reject them, but I never fully accept them. I was with someone the other day who said some very nice things to me. As always, I politely said thank you and went about my day. The next morning, however, something was different. I noticed that I woke up hearing those compliments in my head, those same compliments that I had raced by yesterday now were in my head playing over and over again on a loop in the space where where self-criticism used to reside. Being free of anger, I mean really free of anger, made room for all of the good stuff. 
The same scenario repeated the next day. I was struggling to shake what I knew was a false self-critical thought, but I couldn't make it stop. My mind knew it was wrong, but my emotions were not believing it. I called a friend who I knew could help me get the right perspective. He used logic and facts to get my head in the right place, and his honest belief in what he was saying helped my emotions believe it. Now, every time I think about that topic, I hear his compliments instead of my old pattern of self-criticism. Both of these experiences point to a major shift in my thinking. I've turned a corner from having to work at positive self-talk to noticing that it is just there. It is my new norm. Now that's a silver lining. Without all of these challenging experiences, I would not have been able to bring the anger to the surface and release it. So, yes, I am grateful and thrilled to hear the positive voice in my head. It makes a life a whole lot more fun. And color is one of the most important tools that I have used to make this shift in my thinking and in my life. I use silver this year to stay in tune with the energies that are predominant in the universe, helping me to balance our divine feminine and masculine energy. I use pink for emotional healing and blue for peace, and I put negative thoughts into the violet flame above my head. Each color has a specific purpose, and I wear it breathe it in, and burn candles in the colors that I need. Like our guest today, I always use color with my clients. My process is different in that I use crayons, not for coloring, but for free form expression that allows the unconscious mind to speak to the conscious mind. In my ultimate creative problem-solving process, the colors help raise unconscious fears and blockages to the surface so they can dissolve and then I replace them and we replace them with what the soul really wants. Because it is nonverbal, color works at deep levels within the psyche, creating profound healing. Here's a piece that I wrote in 1999 about color. What if we lived in a world with no colors? What if everything were black and white and shades of gray like the old time movies before the advent of color film? What if every time you looked into someone's eyes, all you saw was black or variations thereof? Even colorblind people see some color, just not all the colors that the rest of us see or the depth of color. And even when we can't see color at all, we still feel the vibrations, the energy that each color exudes. I was in East Berlin before the wall came down. It was a devastating experience. Everything was brown, buildings, streets, clothing. It was as if no one, no thing wanted to call any attention to itself. So all was a uniform, nondescript color. If you want to call it color, it was eerie as if I had been downloaded into a sci-fi movie. The feeling of drudgery and dirtiness was omnipresent 
doesn't. No amount of scrubbing would ever remove the soot because it was built into the system. Everything was covered up with a protective layer of nothingness. This was the first time I became aware of the power of color. Funny how it took the absence of color to bring home to me the meaning of color. I realized then how mood and attitude and lifestyle can be affected by color. And I realized it at a feeling level, not an intellectual one. I felt the sense of ambition anonymity of hopelessness of helplessness of fear of desperation as I look around the room now I delight in the multitude and variety of colors I soak in the warmth of the reds oranges and yellows and the peacefulness of the blues greens and violets I feel the sheer delight of the shimmering rainbows of colors sparkling overhead as the sun hits the crystal pieces in my home I know color Colors are always speaking to me and working on me in their infinite variations, from vibrant to muted, rich to pale, light to dark. Sometimes they shout and sometimes they fade into the background. What is needed now? The answer varies from moment to moment and there's always just the right color to help out. I'm grateful to have David Bookbinder, who understands the power of color, as our guest today. He's a psychotherapist, writer, photographer, and teacher near Boston. As a therapist, he works primarily with artists, children, couples, and people with addictive behaviors. He came to psychotherapy after a transformative near-death experience that shifted him toward his present work as artist and healer. He sees this as a calling and is a regular presenter at the Creativity and Madness Conference in Santa Fe. David also blogs for the spirituality portal beliefnet.com, where he promotes the use of art as a means for healing and personal transformation. He currently enjoys transforming photographs of flowers into mandala-like images, which won an Artist Fellowship grant. They were exhibited at galleries and museums, and now they're featured in his new book, 52 Flower Mandalas, an adult coloring book for inspiration and stress relief. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my workshop, Connecting with Your Soul, Asking and Receiving, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment, and go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned, we'll be right back with our returning guest, David Bookbinder, who will talk with us today about adult coloring books for fun, relaxation, and healing. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems. 
and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 866 472 5795 or send an email to at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what meaning color has to you. And I'm so pleased to welcome back David Bookbinder. He was so fascinating the first time we smoke, spoke that I, I'm, I'm getting tongue-tied today. I don't know, but it must be something in the air. Um, yesterday we had hail, so who knows? Um, David Bookbinder is back today, and he will talk with us about adult coloring books for fun, relaxation, and healing. Welcome, David. It's good to have you back on the show. It's good to be back, Paula. Thank you. And I was wondering, I, I love the beauty of the mandalas that you've created. They, they're they just stunning. Um, so I wondered if you would begin by talking with us uh, about how you got into that and what it does for you. Sure, uh, because actually it's related to, I think, what people experience when they color the coloring book version of them. I started making them about, I would say, 15 years ago. Uh, Partly it was just experimenting with digital photography, which I was new to, and partly it was a way of integrating and recovering from the major traumatic event, which included a near-death experience that had happened about eight years before. And I found that when I was working on the flower mandalas, especially, but some other imagery also, 
I was focusing on things at kind of the pixel level and looking at things and looking at color and looking at shape and looking at form and everything else around me sort of faded away into nothing. So it was a very intense meditative, but also creative experience. A lot of emotion went into it. Around that time, I started reading about Carl Jung's work with uh, mandalas with both himself and his own psychiatric and psychological processes and with his clients and he would have them start out drawing a mandala, use it as a way for them to center on who they really were. And you could see the progression of their integration in the mandalas that they would do over a period of time when he was treating them. And I found it had a similar effect on me. The more I did them, the more integrated I felt. And I was, I was sort of putting together the old me from before the trauma and near-death experience with the new me, which I was just still discovering. So some of us may not know what mandalas are. Would you please explain that and the impact that those shapes have on people? Sure. Um, They mean slightly different things in different cultures, but they show up in lots of different cultures. Um, Native Americans make them. um, Lots of Buddhist and Hindu cultures make them. They're a shape that occurs in nature. I mean, flowers, many of them have a similar... The idea of a mandala is the word itself means disc in Sanskrit or circle. And so most of the images are circular or square and circular in form. Uh, They can represent the whole cosmos or they can represent an individual person depending on the orientation of the person creating them. And the gist of them, I think, is to get a sense of the whole universe or the whole person all at one glance. And I know mostly what they do for people uh, who are in therapy because I'm a therapist and I work with people sometimes using those kinds of images. And like what Carl Jung found, the mandalas seem to help both to relieve anxiety and stress, but also to have a cumulative effect of feeling more integrated. I'm wondering if people who, because I know there's this new, I'm going to call it craze, because I think it's really catching on quickly. I was, um, a couple months ago, I was with some a group of people who I would not have expected to be talking about adult coloring books, and they brought up the topic, and one person said she had gotten one for Christmas and how much fun she was having, and everyone, all the adults said, where did you get it? Where can we buy it? How, how can we get one? So it, it seems to be, as people learn, learn about it, they're really, um, their imagination, something within them, maybe it's the childlike memories, but they seem to really be attracted to this. Um, so I think that even if, I guess what where I was going with that is that I think that even if people don't understand the impact that it's having on them, that it can still be very um, useful even if you're not in a therapeutic setting, but just by yourself engaging in the process of coloring these mandalas. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, Can I read you a couple quotes from uh, 
One is from a client that I work with who uses, I, I gave her some of the images as I was creating with Emily Spur, an illustrator that I partnered with, the coloring book. And the other is from one of the people I was using to sort of beta test the images as they went. And she's been coloring for probably 20 years. And she gives a nice synopsis of sort of the joy of coloring and the excitement around it and, and the different ways in which she uses it. Um, Wonderful. Okay, so she said, why color at all? Because it's play, and she wrote that in all uppercase. Because creativity renews the whole person and sparks other ideas not related to the coloring. Your mind has time to go into an almost meditative state. Because it's fun. Most kids love to color and hate giving it up. Go back to your inner child and have fun. You might want to make a flower as realistic as possible. Or you might, you might choose a total fantasy version, say 60s tie-dye colors. You might pay attention to the mandala form of each design, how it can be used for meditation and focus. Or use coloring as a kind of therapy because personal expression is therapeutic, helps stop rumination, relaxes. But mostly, coloring is about play and the love of color. Uh, my sister-in-law was another person that I beta tested the images on, and she really just uses it for fun. It's, it's calming for her at the end of the day. Uh, her mother is now into it, too. Uh, my agent's mother was into it. She's 80. Uh, I don't think they're using it for therapy, though it may have some of the effects that this uh, person, uh, Marilyn, uh, describes. Um, but it also is just you're completely absorbed in it when you're doing it. It's, I think it's very similar to the experience people have or I had, rather, when I was making the original images that the coloring book images were derived from, that it, it brings a kind of peace and a sense of uh, joy at creating something. And uh, with coloring books, also a kind of playfulness. Uh, I've seen multiple versions of some of the Im different images from my book and also other coloring books. There's, I think there's about 50,000 people in the Facebook groups related to adult coloring. And so I've looked at a lot of their stuff and... Uh, it, it really varies. Some other people, I, uh, I haven't encountered them really, but some people on the Facebook groups are extraordinary artists, but they don't create their own art. They, they use the outline that somebody else creates as a way to jumpstart their own creativity, and they do miraculous things with shading and color combinations, and, but the form is created by the coloring book artist. Uh, so that, in that sense, the coloring books provide... I don't know how to put it exactly. A way to, and the best word I can come up with right now is jumpstart somebody else's creativity that otherwise not, might not be able to come out. Uh, a long time ago, I taught uh, a drop-in art program at the Brooklyn Museum of Art, and I, I myself don't draw very well. And some of the kids that I was working with, we'd go around the museum and they'd be drawing different parts of uh, different sculptures or different paintings, and they wouldn't know where to start, and they'd want me to, like, start with a hand or something like that. So I'd draw this kind of clunky hand, and then they'd draw this amazing sculpture around it, and the only bad part of it was really the part that I initiated, but they needed that to get started. And I think that a lot of the people who color need something to get their creativity started, and then it goes. Well, I think the fear of a blank page and the judgment in our head, is it going to be good enough? Will someone laugh at me? Yep. Um, we have so much criticism and, and rules about art that are wrong, that we freeze people. And so I think the, what the coloring books do is provide 
a, um, uh, um, there's no blank page. There's a structure yep. that allows them to then feel freer to express themselves. And it gives them permission. They're supposed to color. Yes. So yes. I think that's there too. Yeah. Yes, and I do think um, that it is a meditation. Um, I don't think it's almost meditation. I think it is meditation because my experience with myself and my clients is that when you're working with color, your left brain, the logical part of your mind, is not active. It's the... um, it's the intuitive, the creative, the spiritual side that takes over. And that does allow for meditation and for the stress relief and so many benefits. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I have another quote I just noticed from a uh, client that I work with. I gave her some of the images, and she had never really colored before. But she spent a long time on each drawing, and then she wrote about it um, each time. Uh, She wrote on the back of one of them and gave it back to me. Each time I began to color this, my head hurt as well as my neck and eyes. But the more focused I became on the image, everything else faded away. When creating a world of your own, the only way to make it truly beautiful is to let go. There's no other way to create. Now I feel calm and full of compassion for those who may never know this freedom. And she called on the back of it she titled the image gateway because it was a gateway into this meditative state for her and she she's continued to color every once in a while she'll bring me in something else that she's done that's wonderful uh, another client i worked with um the images that i created with emily are in some time in some cases more ambiguous in their form like you can see other shapes in them because they're based on originally on flowers a lot of the other coloring books I've seen, mandala ones, are very, very structured. Um, apparently, an advantage that we didn't know would be the case when we were creating these images is that you, when you read something into it, you can also put a particular emotion into it. So I don't remember which image it was. I think it was an impatience image. One of, the, one of my clients was coloring, and she was feeling really angry, and part of the image looked to her like a bull, and so she colored in. Each of them have sixes. She colored in the six bowls while she was angry, and she used a sort of angry reddish color for that. And then after she finished coloring those in, the anger was sort of dissipated, and she found other shapes that felt more calming, and she used different calming colors. Uh, She said that now she specifically looks at coloring as a way to take an emotion that she's feeling and kind of embody it in the image. And then if it's an emotion she wishes to leave behind, when she puts the coloring page away or turns the page to another image, she feels like she's put that emotion behind too. So people can be very inventive with their way. It's, so it's meditation, it's fun, it's a kind of therapy, it's a, it's a way to process emotions. It's really quite a versatile medium. Well, and a very powerful one. And I love what this person is doing. I think it's, um, it's wisdom. To, that we don't have to dump our emotions on other people or into ourselves and create um, uh, illness and disease within ourselves so that we can put them where there's no harm, process it, and let it go. How beautiful. Yeah. 
uh, it must be very, as I was listening to you reading uh, what different people have written, I was thinking it must be very rewarding to uh, to be a part of this and to know how you're helping people who you may never see or may never meet or know about, but just knowing that you're giving pleasure and healing and um, stress release to people. Yeah, I do feel good about that. Uh, in a way, it feels like an extension of what I was trying to do with the original book that I wrote. Because people responded to my images in a similar way. They responded to my, I got lots of emails when I was writing the book and sending, uh, or rather blogging. I get responses that people were touched by either the image or the writing in a way. And they were people I would never meet. They were people from all over the world. And now that's extended in a much larger way uh, through the coloring book. And occasionally I hear back from people what they're doing with it and the people I work with directly, I know what's happening. But I'm assuming that this is happening with everybody who buys the book on some level. How beautiful. And I I know you have a website um, that people could go to. Would you tell us about that and how they can access that? Sure. Uh, You can get to it by going to davidbookbinder.com slash books, or you can just go to davidbookbinder.com and click on the coloring book image. That'll take you there. Uh, I created the website as a way for people who are working on the images to see each other's work. I noticed on Amazon when people were reviewing other coloring books, often they would post their colored versions. And on Facebook, they do that all the time. And I thought, well, that would be nice if people working on the same book could see each other's images. So I created a way for people to upload their own colored-in versions. Um, and also on the website, there's some information about the other book and about my images in general. But the main focus is on the coloring book. How lovely. Uh, <laughs> I, I called this one 52 Flower Mandalas after the original book, but I have a lot of them, and I'm now working with another artist, and we're prototyping another coloring book. Uh, we also have a loose contact with somebody who might be doing a, a coloring book app, sorry, rather, a coloring app for iPhone and Android, and he seems interested in using our images. So that's a way, the app way of doing it is much quicker than coloring. I've watched people color in uh, on, on an iPad or even on an iPhone when you blow things up. You can color something in in about a half an hour. It seems to appeal to younger people. I've seen like 13-year-olds do it. So it's also a way of taking that same fun slash meditative slash healing process to kids that are older than the kind of kids that might be coloring in the coloring books that they got in school, but younger than the adults that seem to be going, as you put it, crazy over these coloring books. Uh, this is wonderful. We're about to go to break, but I, and I think this is good timing, but I also want to compliment you on using your creativity to find ways to reach different populations and to, um, to, to get the beauty and the healing and the joy of your work out to, um, to, to large groups of people who wouldn't have accessed it through the book that you were originally working on. And I still hope that that gets published for you, too. Thank so you. 
I look forward to the um, talking with you some more about this. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in the space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now on your paper, write down new ways that you want to use color to improve your life. And it may even be through a coloring book like the one that David has published and specifically the one that David has published. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with David Bookbinder, who will talk with us about more about adult coloring books for fun, relaxation, and healing. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you wrote down new ways that you want to use color to improve your life. And I'm really enjoying our conversation here with David Bookbinder, who we will continue talking with about adult coloring books for fun, relaxation, 
and healing and even the broader topic of how color can help us get into a place in our being that is deeper than words can get to and i and it can help us like the woman who uses it to release anger it can help us get rid of even ideas and beliefs and experiences negativity and um, concepts and emotions that are hurting us because it works on a nonverbal level that allows us to go deeper into the unconscious and into our being. So, David, I was wondering if you could talk with us a little bit about your experience with that. Okay. That's a really interesting question. I hadn't really explicitly thought about it that way. But I, in thinking about the people I've worked with and how they use the coloring books and also about artists I work with and my own artwork, I, I think you're right on with how people use color and what it does for them, not only consciously, but also unconsciously. I, mean, I got into the coloring book thing by accident. Um, so it, my work with clients is only a few months old. Uh, what I am noticing, I mentioned that woman who uses color to sort of embody a feeling. Uh, I notice uh, when she brings in the completed illustrations, sometimes the colors are all dark. There's like a lot of black and gray and then dark blue. Uh, she's also colored things in, in, in great detail and spends several hours over the course of a week with each drawing. And she's working through these dark, difficult problems that she has. She's had a lot of trauma. And on the other hand, another person I work with has recently been going through cancer recovery from recovery from breast cancer and was very anxious about it and was going through radiation. And uh, even before the coloring book came out, she asked me for lots of copies that she could work with, and then I'd give her the book also. And I think just about every day, she used the coloring as a way to process, not really to process, but to get underneath the anxiety and the illness to the joy that she had as a child. So she used bright fluorescent colors for every single one. And she, where I had very fine detail, like the center of a flower having lots of seeds in it or something, she would just color that in all one color. And she went through them very quickly and very playfully, a lot more like a kid colors. Uh, so I think people, people use different colors, people use different types of color, and people also use different, a different sense of detail as a way of, of dealing with their feelings. And sometimes it's to work through the feeling, and sometimes it's to get to another feeling and encourage that, you know, sort of water the seeds of that to get that to come up and, and compensate for a, maybe a difficult feeling or a difficult experience that they're going through. I, I think I'll learn more as I keep working with clients and I'm keeping track of what I uh, what I know they do. Uh, a lot of it I may never find out, though. Um, I, when I worked with artists at Mass College of Art and with some of the artists I work with now, what I've noticed is that the things that they're working on with me and the things that they in some ways are working through with their art kind of wind around each other like strands of DNA. They intersect at different points. Uh, and it's clear, like with the dark colors and the client with the trauma, 
Um, it's clear that there's a direct connection, but at other points, the art is taking them someplace else, and it circles back maybe occasionally to the stuff they're working on. And I think that happens with people who color and coloring books too. I think that's a big part of the appeal of it. That some some set of things that was available maybe only to people who did creative work is now available to anybody. You know, anybody who buys some pencils or markers in a coloring book. Well, and and I love what um, you were saying too er, in the first part of our discussion, where some people will use shading. Um, that it offers a, a structure, but also an opportunity to do whatever you want within that structure. And I'm even wondering if some people um, disregard the lines and, you know, color outside the lines and and um, intentionally break the rules, so to speak. You know, I've noticed that most when I've given that to kids, um, more so than adults. The adults, you know, we all learn to color within the lines. And I think that the people who are attracted to coloring books as adults maybe still have that orientation. The way it comes out, the coloring outside the line part for adults is that they will fill in the area outside the drawing. Uh, On my particular book, we left a box for them to either color something in of their own or doodle something. Um, but I haven't yet seen people show me images where they will disregard the finer lines. Uh, the book that Emily and I did, we use gray lines to indicate possible shading opportunities. Sometimes they'll completely disregard that, or they'll use completely different colors in there. Um, Marilyn, the woman whose piece I read, uh, kind of about coloring piece I read, she thinks of herself as sort of a rebel because she's coloring when she's an adult. And she's been doing it for a long time. Uh, and when she uses tie-dye colors that she knows are completely different from the, the color of nature, you know, that's a little rebellion. But I haven't actually seen people literally color outside the lines very much. So I, just a thought. I wonder if they were given permission to color. color. Yeah. If, yeah. Um, you know, that's a good idea. I will check. Uh, I mean, I will suggest that to people and see what happens, and I'll let you know. Okay, um, because I think there is uh, the advantage of having the lines there, but it's it does represent, I believe, all the rules and prisons that we put ourselves into or can, and that by overcoming um, the urge or, or the rule of having to color within the lines, I think we can also break through some of those barriers and boxes that are not good for us certainly we need some of them we need to observe red lights mm-hmm. <laughs> traffic lights um, but but there are also some that we've evolved for ourselves developed for ourselves that are, are harmful or that we accept that we don't have to accept no I think that's a really good idea and I understand exactly what you're talking about I can imagine how people would do it and I'd like to see if they do when I suggest it to them. So I'll take you up on that one. Well, good. Well, let, let me know. I'll be curious to see. We, you may invent a whole new kind of adult coloring book. <laughs> Color outside the lines coloring book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a new craze. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it, it's interesting. Do you, you talked about sharing. Oh, I, I know. I, I really wanted to ask you about the addiction um, point about this, that you have focus. Uh, one of your focuses is helping people recover from addiction. And I'm wondering if um, uh, uh, William, Dr. William Glasser wrote a book, Positive Addiction, years ago. He was a psychiatrist. And I, I wonder if these are could be positive addictions to um, develop a, to substitute an addiction for coloring books. <laughs> well, two of the clients that I'm working with are addicts, and they they really take to the coloring books. Uh, I have suggested them to other people. I have had that thought because I'm often trying to dig for other things that people could get excited about and pay attention to, and as you say, kind of be addicted to. And I have tried coloring books with some of those clients. They tend to just most of them, except for these two, have just like done one and thought, not, not for me. So it's not a universal cure, uh, but it did work with two of the clients. They, they're colorers now, and I think it's helping them deal with their addiction. They're both in recovery, but it's, well, one of them, for instance, has been on methadone for a long time, and now she's tapering down. And another one who has an alcohol problem um, has, is going to go into treatment soon, which she was resistant to doing before. So I don't know how much the coloring helped, but it may have helped some. Well, uh, uh, anything that can be a positive choice uh, is wonderful to have out there for options because I think uh, different things do appeal to different people, but to have positive choices and for this to be one of them is wonderful. I think particularly creative choices are helpful for people. So when I've had addicts that painted or that wrote or that drew or sculpted or something like that, and when I've gotten them back into that, They've gone further with it than they had before, and it seems to help in the recovery. It, the addiction is almost a substitute for the kind of joy that they get out of creating. And when they get the real thing, it helps to ease the desire to, to do the addictive behavior. Uh, I agree. Coloring, coloring opens this up to people who don't think of themselves as having a creative outlet. So. Be- beautiful. Beautifully said. Uh, we have to close out this portion of the show but I am so grateful that you were on and that we learned more about this and got to explore this topic together and thank you David and you can get David's coloring book um, through my website and you can also go to his website davidbookbinder.com to see the beautiful images and to get access to the coloring book thank you David thank you it's been a great pleasure And thank you, my listeners, for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase David Bookbinder's adult coloring book and to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 
21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Open Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels, guardian angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to register for my Connecting with Your Soul Asking and Receiving Workshop. Then go to Calendar of Events and press click here to send me an email. Please join us next Thursday when Kira Asetrian will talk with us about a simple solution to loneliness. In the meantime... Please send me an email or leave me a phone message. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.